This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to another episode of the One Was Had a Dream podcast. My name is Lee Finch and I am joined by the one and only Danny Baker. Danny, how are we? You good today? What do you mean, Lee Finch? The only Lee Finch? Who's this Ali Finch? No, I said, the. I don't know. You went, Ali Finch. Ali Finch, that's why I want to change my name. Ali Finch. Ali Al Hamadi, so good. I tell you what, how and, good and is I it? T- and I tuck mine in my socks, so... Oh. <laughs> I was talking to Dad. For those people who don't know what Lee's referring to, we were we were listening to the game and we was watching the game at the Colchester, which is a brilliant day. And we talked about some of the chants and obviously everyone's talking about. Let's say it's really this sort of super inclusive Wimbledon we're trying to be. And all of a sudden you got you know, oh South London, it's full of you know tits, fanny, and wombles if you like. Um, and then obviously Ali's song is um, referring to something else. It just it just made me laugh in today's culture how we've kind of got rid of the champagne song. We're like, oh that's bad. But we'll still do the other ones. I just I thought it was hilarious. There was stuff on Twitter about that today. Actually, people were saying, oh, really? that, "Yeah, I don't think he's overly keen on his song." Uh, which, do you know what I mean? I, I, well, my I, mate Fred, when Ali started, started screaming, "Ali, Ali, 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 Hamadie!" He scores, and he was doing it constantly. We got some real traction, and then he just got blown away with this new one. Well, it was the, the youngsters come in and bought it in, and I think fair play to them. At least they're trying something. Do you know what? Like the it. youngsters, I've got some great songs. The James Tilly one, I was a big fan of, James Tilly's song. Um, it's just some of them are quite intricate in terms of, like, it's not old school. You know, we used to have, like, ten songs, and they're all, like, the same sort of tunes. So, um, but, but the, the James funny... Tilly song was really good. Because uh, you obviously we'll talk about the game of Colchester, but I saw you on Tuesday at Colchester, and we you did. Were, we saw were, each other date night. You and your dad and Mark. Uh, you all and Mark. Was it Mark? What's his name? It's Mark's Owen. His brother. Owen. Yeah, I always get them two mixed up. Owen, you stood and you were you were around the youth kind of thing. The young. Oh, big time! We are very much in 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 sort of incognito with uh, 
do youth. And I I did Stevie Nidge away because my boy's 14. He wanted to stand in amongst it, singing the songs. And I've got to say, I absolutely love them. I think they're brilliant. They try and sing. They're not too much asshole. They they were brilliant. There was one lad in particular who was going a bit mental, which was quite funny. But in general, I thought they were they were great. They're always it's... good fun. And it's just quite interesting because they were going mental. And obviously, you've got, you got the general's boy. And you got the general, the other side of, of like <laughs> us. Yeah. So the general was sort of like asking, almost put his hand up. I've got a song, I've got a song, and they were like, "Yeah, no, we do our own thing." You know, one of my favorite. Brilliant. You know, one of my favorite things is uh, is tr- winding up Lee Willett. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I, I, like I love Lee. I think Lee's brilliant. I spoke to him in the pub before. Coaches, yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, and I said, "Well done on the flags." He's putting all the flags up. We've got six yeah. more flags to go up since he took it over, which fantastic. But Lee gets really, really annoyed if you sing the songs too fast. Oh, really? Not really annoyed. Really angry. <laughs> so when he starts a song and he, he's trying to, I try and then make it go a bit quicker just to see his face get really angry. Sorry, Lee, if you listen, but yeah. It, but I was talking it, to dad. I don't know if anyone had the same thing, but it was an absolute nightmare getting to and from Colchester here, so, um, Tuesday. Honestly, getting back, it should, we should have been home uh, just before midnight. We didn't get home till 1am. It was oh, just the, it was eight, the A12. It was like, right, we can't do this. Going along. M25 closed. I genuinely believe driving, there's only one worse away day that I've ever kind of had. I didn't even get there. Me and my great mate, Dan Lewis, who'll probably be listening to this. We drove to Shrewsbury or Shrewsbury, either Shrewsbury. or. We've had this conversation either before. Or. We've had this argument. And we were driving along and my, basically, Hannah's dad, oh God, he's going to kill me if you listen to it. He basically gave me a car. And I was like, okay, this is great. And it was all good. But the bonnet was like bumping a little bit. Like, the, you know, like the bonnet just, it took like the latch. So it was sort of bobbing a little bit. And I was like, oh, it's not too bad. And I was kept thinking, oh, it can't be too bad. It's not going to get too, I'm not going to drive fast enough where the, where the whole thing's going to go mental. Anyway, so I'm driving along whichever road it is. Got stopped, got stopped. And it was getting to the point where I like to get to the ground an hour early. I like to sit, relax and sort. But it was getting to the point where I was like, right, it's half past two to Shrewsbury, 25 to three. The traffic was getting worse. So I was like, right, I'm going to have to peg it. Anyway, I've put my foot down and the whole bonnet, right? No word <laughs> of a lie has gone straight up and covering the windscreen. So it's literally gone right up with all the air underneath it, has like racked it up, and it's covered the whole of the windscreen. And Dan Lewis basically was like, okay, I, I said, I can't see. I'm literally like 70 miles an hour. I cannot see. And he was like, right, go left a bit, go left a bit. Right, okay, all the way across. So I had to look out of his his window to uh, to get home. I didn't get home until midnight that night and didn't even go to the game. I was absolutely fuming. But Colchester was just... Uh, I, just, I don't know what it is. I just I just don't like it. I mean, the dude, they did some good stuff. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, it's just, I think we were talking about in the car. I think it's Colchester and Gillingham are my worst away days, I think. What's yours? Well, we're going to talk about this later on. What's our well, we, 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 away we, days? What, okay. All right. I was just, I thought we could do it now. But you don't well, do it now. Well, do it. No, because we were going to do it later because now you're just getting on oh, all that such a, you're, such a, you're such a warlord, I've, I've aren't got, you? Well, no, I've got stuff planned. You know what I mean? I'll right, put okay, it planned, right. put it to I don't want to, you know. I, mean, I don't, I don't wanna, want anyone, I don't want anyone else doing with me saying you know, that. Out, out, I don't want to rain on your parade. It's obviously your podcast about you and everyone pee on my parade and I don't want people moaning about the timings of this. Welcome to the Leafage podcast, everyone, with your yeah. sort of resident slave. Well, nice. come on then. Let's, let's go into it then. So let's talk about um, Wrexham. us and how unbelievable we've been. Good good couple of games, weren't they? Yeah, Wrexham was very, I thought we were very good. First 22 minutes, I thought we were brilliant. Then uh, we were saying in our section, we were saying, the problem we've got now is we haven't scored. When you're on top yeah, and you're dominating yeah. a game, you need to score. And we didn't really test Foster 
quite easy. One of my proudest moments, though, at a game is Foster came over to take a free kick right in front of us. And I started oh, no, to tune, you're just a YouTube. And ah, of course, yeah. People can guess the rest. And yeah. it, all, everyone went off on it. Even the families were singing it to him. He kind of loves it. He loves all yeah, that. Yeah, he, really, he, he, he probably went on his leaf and he runs his own podcast. He's the best. Yeah, I... I I thought we, I thought we were excellent throughout the game. I was, I said on the debrief on Sunday, I said, uh, I thought Ollie Palmer was a render. I said, me and you spoke about this. I thought he was a render. I'd have our free over him all day long. Glad he's not. I know he scored during the week for them, but I'm glad we haven't got him. I'm glad we got the free. We we can choose from him and hopefully bring in another one. But I thought across the park, I thought we were brilliant against Wrexham, and I thought they were bang average. If I'm honest, it, I, I'm not going to lie. I thought at the beginning of the year they were going to be the team that absolutely runs riot and. Watching them on Saturday, they scored a you know if anyone hasn't seen it, a bit of a deflected little goal. I I I just I don't see them doing a lot, and I thought we were we were great across the park. I thought we were really good, just Joe Lewis's shorts. I mean, we won't come to Tuesday just yet, but it looked literally like he had his his bum out all game. If if he stays with us the full season, which I hope he will, obviously he could get recalled, but centre backs don't normally get recalled. But if he stays with us all season, I think. Tranmere away is the last away game of the season. Yeah, and everyone's going in it. Hot everyone day. goes as Joe Lewis and wears really short shorts. I thought you know he I mean? was magnificent, by the way. I, I, I mean, he... he has been superb. Do you know what he in. reminds me of? Go on. A bit like Herman Ryderson. Okay. So I can it... see a little bit of what you could do with Herman Only because against Col- oh, we'll come on to Colchester in a bit, but he went on a mazy run. Yeah, I remember he, he just, just went going, didn't he? Yeah, he just steamed up and it was like, well, this is Herman-esque. I think the way he wins headers, he don't care who he's going up against. I think Johnson next to him against Wrexham was absolutely superb. Even though yeah. Johnson, well, sorry, Johnson started left back, didn't he? I thought, that's not... No, Wrexham, it, wasn't it Brown left back? No, it was it was Johnson left back against Wrexham and then we brought Brown on to come on. It was oh, Colchester, right, okay. Brown started left back. Oh, of but course, N- yeah. Nerfield, I did say to a couple mates, I've been very disappointed with Nerfield in the first few games I've seen him. Yep, agreed. But I can kind of give him a little bit of slack because he's not at a left back near him. Johnson's not a natural left back. He stays, he goes inward as well. He goes inside because he's a centre yep. back. So he's not getting up and down like Jack Curry would. Or even, Brown don't go up and down, but Brown, no, he's a left back. He can support him. You can go mm-hmm. back to him and he puts balls over. Nerfield can make runs, which we see against Colchester. But yeah, Nerfield was the only one I was a bit disappointed against. Rex I think I think you're so right. And that's why I'm kind of holding judgment on Nerfield. Because obviously, in modern day football, the fullback goes around, the, almost mm. does the overlapping run and either the defender goes with him or stays and it kind of makes your decision. And I think at the moment, he's kind of stuck with the with a real difficulty where he's kind of right. Well, I've only, I've got to go one way here really and cut back. The other thing, which is interesting um, until he's obviously been, been decent, but until he's left footed, I'm surprised they don't switch. I was I quite surprised that. they haven't switched. They didn't switch at Colchester either. Um, and I, again, in all of the season, the only concern I've got is like I said, both fullbacks. I think, Ogandir didn't do anything wrong against Wrexham, but they obviously, I felt they targeted a lot of their game was down their left side. Um, and again, and I think it's just that case of not being able to just get forward and just the whole game needs to go forward 10 yards. But even the passes, while well sent to dad, I was like, just pass it in front of him, let him run onto it. Um, but I thought Armani Little in particular looks to be the player that we had very, 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 very early on in, in his loan, if that makes sense. Just, it must be the hair. His hair is lovely as well. I just think he, uh, he was shocking. Here. Magnificent. Is it cut? You, it looks no, ridiculous. I think he's much better than the. But you're talking well, to someone with no hair, so. Oh, that's true. I, yeah, yeah. I don't really. I and mean, I've got amazing hair, so. Yeah. But I think 
and people will say, well, this is because you hated Woodyard. I think that Reeves next to Little is now meaning that Little goes off and does stuff that yeah. he can do. And it, it, do you know what I mean? Where Reeves is talking the whole game. I didn't think Reeves had a great game against Colchester. Still a solid seven. Still does things that you think, well, that's amazing. Do you know what I mean? Because his standards are so high. When yeah. he's at only a seven or even an eight, you just think, well, do you know what I mean? But Little was everywhere. I thought he was brilliant against Wrexham. There was some mad shouts against Wrexham, though, that some people said that he had a bad game, Little. Who? Uh, a couple of people on Twitter, yeah. I think one of Brooklyn Don was like, and then there was a couple of people said, Are you like, what game was you watching? Kind of thing, but people watch it from I follow, see a different game to the people who watch it in the stands, and it's, it's it always it intrigues me that people see games differently. Where how it's amazing it. where you are on the pitch as well. If, if yeah. you're behind the goal and you can be distant, mm. um, I thought Boogie was good. I thought Ali Howhammer lets love... him run his socks off. He just I love Omar, cannot Bible. take a yeah. I think I said to that, it was like he was a. In the oh, he is a proper old school Wimbledon centre forward. We would have loved him, you know, him him like a Lieburn type. He's just physical. You kind of know when you've had a game with him, he's not going to score you loads of goals. But Re- my God, is he going to be physical when he's going to be a handful? Wrexham had that big, ugly centre back they got from Huddersfield. Yeah, Doyle was it Doyle? Yeah, no, yeah, something like that. I can't remember his name, but he was really ugly geezer. And I thought, oh, he's going to have a bit. If I think he thought, oh, he's going to have a bit of an easy game. And Boogle just kind of bullied him a little bit first fifth and he was like oh well right it was winning he was winning flick-ons that he shouldn't win he was getting he gets right amongst it that he brings two centre-backs into him which leaves then a little bit more space I'm my only worry at the moment with us is is I know Tilly scoring the goals we scored two Tuesday is our goal score our strikers they yeah Ali, I know we're relying on Ali from last year. We all think Ali's going to bang in goals, but he does look still not 100% fit for me. Really? Davison, I think yeah. he looks sharp. I just think he just, he'd leave, he'd, from, we were just talking about it at half time. He just, I feel, feel like he just needs a goal. I don't care how he gets it. The two penalty, what's frustrating is two penalties, we're top of the league. So it's kind of, yeah. he must be sitting there thinking, wow. And I think he did it. He did, he did everything but, but again, sort of drifting into both games. There were a number of times against Wrexham and Colchester where it's like, just hit it, just mm. hit it, just hit it. And in his form, he's just whacking it, takes an extra touch, defenders in position. Um, I, I, I think he's think working we, hard. We still need that fox in the box kind of strike, the John Main kind of striker. I did say on the, I said Tom Delford instead of Don uh, Telford. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's slated me. I think we need sausage. I think we need that kind of player. I think we need someone who's gonna literally just stay in the box. Ali, they move around, Bugo moves around. Bugo and Davison are very similar, so I think that's good because them two can switch, swap and stuff. I don't like Pell in that number ten. Uh but yeah, I, thought... look, I mean I'm with you on that totally. Uh, he's kind of gone from from in my head as a starter, Pell. And and almost as a, to be honest, almost like a captain, if I'm honest. I thought at the beginning of the season, I would have given it to him. I can't see him getting on the pitch. And again, we're kind of drifting between stuff with Colchester, but look really leggy. Like him and Davison came I, on. I, think he's I thought they looked really leggy. Struggling. There was a picture in pre-season with his leg. You know, his shin looks like he's got about four shins in it. it oh, looks, wow. Yeah, there was a picture in pre I don't think he's 100% fit either yet. I don't think, I still, he could possibly be carrying. But what I do love, and I, I, I said that we'll, we'll, as you say, flip between the two games. We've got good strength in depth now. So we brought Sasu on. I thought that was the wrong decision on Saturday, but I like the fact that we were bringing him on. Do you know what I mean? I, I would have brought yep. McLean on myself because I totally agree. would have been After on a the high com- from the two against commentary. And I think we were looking at an out-and-out striker, but then Jackson's probably looking at it. It's Wrexham. Will we take over him a little bit? He's got McLean. He's playing against Sasu's big. 
He's strong. He's quick as well. So where we weren't looking to attack Wrexham as much as, say, McLean would have got the ball down and looked to attack, Sasu does that, but he also can defend a little bit better. What have you What have you made about the McLean stuff? Obviously, scored against Coventry, played, worked hard, haven't seen him since. Like, not got on the pitch He's on the bench, twice. though, which he wasn't is there, is there, first game. Am I reading into something that I shouldn't be? Or yeah, is it 100%. a case of he's just not good enough in terms of... Bearing in mind, you know, we're, we're using three or four subs. He's not featured. He's I, I would say he was good enough. I just think Tilly's doing way better. Yeah, he's and, been brilliant. And, and Newfield, uh, as I said, I've given him, I'm cutting him slack because Colchester, so I thought he was phenomenal. The other two games, he hasn't really had that left back to back him up. I think they're probably just ahead of him. And I think he needs to take it. He took his chance against uh, commentary, which now means that he's on the bench because before yeah. he didn't even make it on the bench at Grinsby. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. And I, that's one thing I did like about Jackson last year. He said if people come and they claim that shirt, they will have it for long periods, which, do you know what I mean? You sometimes think, well, that's mad. But I get it now. We've got people like Little Reeves and stuff like that who are thinking, I can't play badly now because if I do, ball's going to come in. Morgan Williams are going to come in. Uh, who else we got centre midfield? I can't remember the last one I was going to say. You've got Paul, Morgan Williams, you've got Pell. Pell. So you think, right, I have to play well every... I have to be an 8 out of 10 every game now, or I could be dropped. And if I'm dropped, Ball, Ball I'm guessing he's chomping at the bit to get into the yeah, 10. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which he can't at the moment because Little and uh, Reeves are doing so well in that midfield. Well, and I don't I, know if you, if you read or not, but the last away game we won was Colchester. Days, yeah. Which I didn't really, I didn't realize. I went to that one as well. Um, yeah, I just wanted to ask you then. I, I, we spoke a bit, a little bit about half time. What are the fun? What do you feel are kind of the fundamental differences that we're doing at the moment as to last year? So, I mean, I spoke an example to you about. I kind of feel like rather than having Woodyard sitting and almost making a three on two with the centre backs at times, it's almost kind of like every player has been given the like trusted to do their jobs, if you like. What do you think are the main Differences between the two. For me, we've upgraded upgraded in pretty much every position. So we've had ten players come in. Uh, Bass is an upgrade on Zanif, right? The centre yeah. backs, the two centre backs, are an upgrade on what we had last year. Uh, even I think even Lewis and Johnson could be an upgrade on Towler. Jesus, right? I, I just think Johnson is unbelievable. I think people are not really. I, I wasn't that sold on him. He, I think I think he played really well against Colchester. I think he was. But he, without doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Doing, he ain't doing anything. Do you know what I mean? I just think we're better in position. Lee Brown looks good with them two. I thought he was brilliant against Colchester Brown. He did shithousery right in the right yeah, minutes that yeah, you want yeah. it to be done. Do you know what I mean? He's winding up their player. Their player then starts pushing him around. We've only got a few minutes on the clock. The refs, do you know what I mean? He might not be stopping it. They should be. But do you know what I mean? He'd done the shithousery that we've moaned about before, but in the right, in the right context, in the right times. I just think we've got Reeves and Little uh, upgrades on what we had in the midfield last year. I just think we're upgraded everything within our players. We've also got players who are going to go and give 100% because, as I said a minute ago, we've got strength in depth now. So if you don't play well, you could be on that bench. And then we've got another player coming in who's going to tote your shirt. Morgan Williams, Ball, are going to be chomping at a bit to get in that midfield. Do you know what I mean? Williams is going to be a breakthrough star. That's what people are saying but you can't get in because we've got our two midfielders are doing, and I just think we're better in all positions and we've still got, I reckon a couple more players to come in. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like there's, there's, we're going to need a fullback 
definitely. Whether it's just a left back, just a right back, I would rather obviously have someone, a young lad who can play a little bit of both and, and work around it. Because I don't think it, Johnson and Brown, I, I, I thought Brown was okay against Colchester. I don't think he's the problem I have with Brown is that he just he's going to pick and choose his runs. He has to. Yeah, that's just a fact of of him being the player that he is. He's very rarely going to be deep in the half because he's not going to get back. And Newfield's the kind of guy who, in my opinion, needs to just focus on going forwards. I, th- I thought he was great. The thing for me, the difference I feel like is because everyone's kind of staying in a position to a certain extent where they're kind of almost going one for one. You are creating those spaces. So Newfield's example, I was saying to Dad, I was just watching it like this lad just needs some space. He just needs space to run into, not congested, one-on-one, wide. And as soon as he got one-on-one, he went past the blow and it was yep. absolute dodder, wasn't it? Great cross, great goal. And he hit the was, And he was, yeah, I just thought he just needed to create space. And I felt that Reeves not necessarily dropping hugely deep. When we got the ball, he does. And obviously when we lose the ball, everyone's getting back. But the amount of times that we went two-on-two... On their on their top two, Akindi and the young lad who was on loan from Luton, I think it was. It just seems to be that the players and it's amazing actually. One of the one of the old Bill who goes Cuffy, he's a great lad. He watches all the women and games now. He he was saying that what's interesting is that the trust it was just and it was it was I think it's fair the trust that is given to the defenders they're just trusted to do the job. And it, for me, it just looked like rather than Woodyard panicking or us panicking, like, oh, my God, it's Nightingale or it could be this. Um, that's, it that's just what... seems to be – they seem to be trusted. And it'll be interesting because I thought Pierce did a really good job and Lewis did a really good job on Palmer on on, on the Wrexham game. Didn't see a Dickie Bird. Didn't, it was weird. He didn't even look interested, I didn't think, Palmer. Um I just felt we, I just feel like we did a good job, but I feel like we, we we need to get a bit higher up the pitch. But I feel like we've kind of trusted our players to do what we need to do. I think it's been, yeah, been a, a nice and, positive start. And that's why I say that I think the quality's improved. Do you know what I mean? So they can be trusted because they are like Will Nightingale, bless him, as much as we love him. The the, the three centre backs we have now with Callum Bay coming back are all an upgrade on Will Nightingale by a country yeah. mile. Do you know what I mean? And, and people don't like hearing that and saying that, but unfortunately, it's true. There's three massive things for me on on Tuesday I'm, I think uh Ian his name is he's a massive uh German football fan as well and I, I follow him on Twitter and I I said what's your we put out on the wad what your thoughts in the comments and he said one thing for him was it was actually enjoyable watching a game of Wimbledon watching Wimbledon play on Tuesday yeah which I came away actually buzzing off that performance because that was a Wimbledon performance do you know what I mean there was a couple of times they hit the post do you know what I mean they had a couple they of arguably had Three really good chances, didn't they? But there was one one good thing for me. I thought Ogundir was, I thought he was brilliant. There was yeah, one best time game this we, year, definitely. We mentioned it at half time when they put a ball at the back post for Kindy, and I saw Kindy coming in against Ogs, and I thought, shit, they, they, they've planned that because he's, and he just lent into him. Yeah, it was great. I know exactly out. what you mean. He, he's almost yeah. jumped backwards, so the Kindy went back yeah. with him, the ball went out. Brilliant. Uh, that's the one, two, just going home, enjoying that game of football, thinking, that was brutal. like we all come out buzzing after that. All the boys back home, and free for me, Johnny Jackson, because I we I think we were critical of him last year, which I think was fair. I think a lot of people. Were I don't know how anyone could not think it. To be honest, so no, it has to be. But you got to give him his due that he's taken on board everything that was said to him in the fans forum. You know, we've said before that we didn't want a Wimbledon man to come in and manage the club. We did, you know what I mean? Because that way it gets it right. 
which is true. Johnny Jackson's coming. He weren't a Wimbledon man. He was. I think now you can say you can turn around and say Johnny Jackson is a Wimbledon man because <laughs> you can now. <laughs> that, is an, you can. that is another podcast, Lee Finch. Because he's bought in his own squad. This is his squad. Him and Craig Cope have worked together to bring in the players that he wants. So we've said it before. If it didn't work out, if we had drawn that game or lost that game on Tuesday, we'd have been two points out of uh, 12. No, nine. Sorry, because we played three league games. Yeah, two points out of nine. People would have started questioning him straight away. Some of the people that want him out still want him out now. I, I'm, yeah, you know I mean, in four weeks' time when we've lost four in a row, I'll be calling his name. You know what I mean? You know what? Of course I'm you like. will. Hashtag Finch but, out. And singing the happy birthday to him at the end of the game. I know it sounds a bit cringe and a bit sad, but it was just a moment of we just won. It was his birthday, and you could see he was taken back by that, and it, he was like, "Wow, do you know what I mean? This is my club now." And I think he got it. And the togetherness of the players coming in every goal. Giving it to the fans. Come on. Do you know what I mean? Give us some noise. Reeves, he was doing it against Wrexham when he was taking the corner. Give us the noise and stuff like that. I thought the atmosphere against Wrexham was spot on. There was, I won't go into too much, but there was some stuff at Wrexham I didn't really like, like with the stewards again and stuff, which I've gone through on a debrief. I've got to say, Colchester, the way Colchester do stuff is absolutely spot on. Yeah, they were. all of it was brilliant. The whole way day was fantastic, wasn't it? In terms of the, the travelling experience, the travelling was an absolute farce. But getting, the actual... in, getting in with your ticket, breeze. How easy uh, was that? They literally just went, cheers, yep, buzz, buzz, see you later. Buzzing. They opened the gates at half time so people could go out and have a fag. So you could go out and have a cigarette. I don't smoke or you could vape. But you could, I, had a, I said to you, look at this, I've got a bottle lid on my drink. Do you know what I mean? They treated us like adults. You could stand up. Even the Colchester fans, I noticed they were banging drums. They were standing up as well. There was no stewards steaming in, checking tickets, asking. Do you know what I mean? And I just thought, do you know what I mean? Programme was free. They gave away a free programme. I've never been to a game, a league game, where I've seen a free programme. Last year they did it as well. Did they really? Mm. And I think it, I think it's something that, that they're probably looking at, as we said before, coming on and recording, is uh, they probably get a lot of sponsors in the programme and say, look, instead of 1,000 people buying it at £3 a programme, we can give away 4,000 of them. Do you know what I mean? We'll print 3,000, give them away for nothing. If they run out, they run out. If they don't, we can then put them in a the shop. I, I think it's a great idea, and I, I really did. Pre- I took one. My boy took one. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah, it was brilliant. So. I think that's. I think what you've said about Jackson, I think, is really fair. I think I, I'm I, I'm not, by any stretch of the imagination, uber Johnny Jackson, but I think he's had a very, very strong start to the year. Also, he's making subs at the right time. He's not sort of sitting, sitting, sitting. He, you know... On, I think it was on the weekend we made a triple sub, I think I saw. Yeah. Um, it just seems to be quite active. I feel like I'm comfortable with the people that he's sort of brought in. I know I'll be careful because we kind of had these conversations last year. But what's nice is just, as I said on the on the pod last week, the fact of drawing Saturday, winning Tuesday, it just means that for me, it's been a good start to the year. We're seventh. It's a good start to the year. Had we yeah. drawn it, I think we're, the conversation, we can still be positive about the experience that we've had and it's been a good start in terms of the playing, but the actual results, the win, I think, is massive. And I think yeah. the fans on, on Tuesday were were brilliant. I thought Saturday was really enjoyable. I thought the fans were pretty good as well. We had a, you know, it was better behind the goal in terms of the atmosphere. Getting in the ground was just a bit of a farce again. But in general, yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to come on and talk about a Wimbledon side that we kind of can feel happy with and we feel comfortable about it's 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 nice something special is happening this season danny i feel it this is don't a very special squad this it reminds water. me of something yeah there's something's gonna happen this year i'll tell you now and also we haven't we've got sun away and then we've got forest green at home 
that gives us enough time to keep the grass growing so it'd be longer by the time we play Forest Green and we're guaranteed to beat them then. Do you know what I mean? So, right, we'll move on. And when we come back, we'll discuss uh, non-league gems and is non-league football something that we should be looking at more? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We're back and as I said before, we're going to be discussing non-league gems. So we signed McLean from Hereford. We're not a club that usually goes out and signs non-league players. I don't know, Danny, you'll probably tell me in a minute. I can't remember the last time we saw it. I think uh, Piggott came from Maystone, but he was a football league player before he went to Maystone, played for Southend, a couple of other clubs, Charlton, I think. Stop going on there. about Southend. Just let it go, all right? It's got to play. We, we know you're way. from there. I'm not from there, mate. I live here. I'm not from you, here. Hey, hey, you're from there now, son. Right. Uh, yeah, so non-league gems. So, yeah, McClay, we we were saying before non-league, is that something we should be looking into, Danny? Would you be looking... I said to you, I'd rather sign a player like McLean. People like Adam Roscoe, I'd rather go for the people like Roscoe. I know Roscoe, people say he wasn't that good. The crow, he came on here, was really good when we spoke to him, loved talking to him. He still loves it, comes down to Wimbledon quite a lot. Uh, Didn't really work out for him. I'd prefer that to signing lone players like Terry Ablade or the the guy we got from Barnsley, the tricky winger that played one game. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'd rather, I know we get them for nothing pretty much because Fulham pay their wages still, or Barnsley would have probably paid his wages. But I'd rather look at getting a McLean, a, a gem, and then they go and do well. But Peterborough do it really well. What's your view? I feel, uh, firstly, thanks very much for just talking about it because it's quite an interesting topic. And um, I, I, again, it was one of the conversations coming back. We're like, do we, do we do enough on it? So I've done a little bit of a, a recce on players who we bought from non-league since Joe Piggott. And I reckon there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, ten including Piggott, if you like. So that's what, ten in eight years? And I would have thought a club of our nature, we need to, we should be getting one a year for me as a bit of a, a project. However, when you look at this list, you can kind of see the reasons maybe why not. So I'll just read for it. It's also interesting, the positions. And I think a lot, it's very easy to try and pick up a non-league forward. There may be a defender, if you like. But anyway, so it's McLean, Cosgrave, which was so-so, but not really. No, he wasn't. Roscoe, Zaki Awala, which is a bit of a weird one because he just leatherhead. Corey Andrews, never really saw him. We also got the guy from Holland, Shayan Harrison. Which I've kind of have put in the non-league bracket. Who God knows where he's at now. He didn't he leave us go to Fleetwood. He got a really bad injury. I think he was at Morecambe last I heard. Uh, but that'll be it. He was the one who came on. He looked all right, and then he got a 
he slipped on the ball or something, didn't he? he got bad injury, yeah. Peter And uh, he got taken out big time. I think it was Peter, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Shay Alexander, who is starting for Gillingham. So whether or not you can class him as a gamble, again, it was Barnett. Nestor, Guinness Walker. Mitchell Pinnock is the other one as well. And obviously you've got people like Piggott. Um, I feel like, I do feel like it's a really good idea to do it. But the problem obviously is that it does come with, if you look at that as a strike rate, McLean is, no one has a clue. I would say Cosgrave, Rosgrove, Awala, Andrews, Harrison are no's. Not really that bothered about them. Shea Alexander was okay, I guess, but I wasn't that bothered about releasing him. Nesta, I thought he was okay at League Two. I think he'd have been fine, but not really a League One player. I'm surprised. And he's back in League One and he's not playing. And Mitchell Pinnock was, I really liked him, but he was hit and miss. Mitchell Mitchell Pinnock's a League Two footballer for me. He's gone to Northampton. He's done well in League Two with them. He's gone up into League One and not really done much when he's been up in League One with Northampton. So, yeah. A while, I'm not really giving you as a non-league player that we... He was with us for, what, 25 years as a, a warm-up coach for the boys at training and stuff when you needed an extra goalkeeper. Now, as our youngsters went on loan, or they were too young to play with the first team. So he came down and we kept him fresh because he was playing for Leverhead. Uh, I, I didn't mind the idea of it when Robbo signed him because you always thought he was going only going to be a number two or number three. Do you know what I mean? He just unfortunately was, what, four foot five. Uh, Andrew, uh, no, yeah, who is it? Andrews, he's gone now. Corey to, Andrews. Corey Andrews at Wilston now. Is he? Uh, yeah, he's at Wilston. I, I, I don't think he got a chance, uh, really. Again, I don't think he was a Robbo signing. So Robbo didn't really uh, give him a chance. He played Cosgrave more, but Cosgrave now is at Halifax. So again, uh, he's dropped down to probably his level. He's got a couple of goals for Halifax, but... Yeah, Cosgrove is at Halifax now, so yeah. I, so should I think, we be doing it? Should we? Is that is it an area that we've underachieved or underdeveloped? Or see the two not? the two you talk about. We we got Nestor in from Met Police, so yeah. it's a very low level, and we turned him into a league footballer. He's still a league footballer. I think even if he left Reading now, he'd probably go League Two. Yeah, agree. Totally agree. He's gone from semi-professional to professional. Shay Alexander Barnet Barnet won a great conference time, but again, he's now an established League Two footballer. He was League One with us, I think, when we signed him, wasn't he? League One or yep, League Two? Yeah, we got relegated and we gave, released him and he went to He Chile. gave him a couple of good years for us. Do you know what I mean? So, and now he's at Gillingham, he's playing, he's starting, so he's obviously improved. So again, he's a good footballer. Uh, I think it's something we really need to look at. Peterborough do it really well. They sign good non-league footballers and they sell them for a lot of money. Uh, and I, as you said, it's easier to pick up your your strikers from non-league. There, there's some players in non-league though that don't want to play league football, so yeah. they'll, they'll score. I think there's one that. So uh, Jason Pryor think, was yeah, with us, wasn't he? He's, he's another one, by the way, who he barely played any game for us, and he obviously went to Dorking. They went full time or went in the conference. He stopped playing and then he came back. If, I'm, if was, I remember correctly, he was he was one that was really good for us, and he would have done really well, except for he had his leg broken at Crawley from. Uh, Akpom, who ended up playing for Blackburn. Is yeah, true, but no, no, Hope Akpan. Hope Akpan, who broke his leg cruelly away. And if it weren't for that leg break, I think he would have been a very, very good striker for us. He'd gone off, he went to Bognor Regia, scored quite a few goals at Bognor. Then he quit football for, I don't know if it's personal reasons and stuff, but now he's at Dorkey. He scored against Southend on Saturday. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, thought, so, I thought that he was not going to, he was going to, I thought he went to Dorking, he left and then came back. Because I think he, there was talk about him not being able to play full-time 
So but he, there was a, there's yeah. the other striker. At the, I think it's Rubberhead. Is it Seeger as well? They've got Ryan Seeger, haven't they? There's another one who unfortunately got an issue with his heart, so he might not be able to play professional football at league level because he might not. He won't pass a medical, so to speak, and he can't play like full time football. And there's a lot of them who earn good money playing semi professional, non league. That they, if they go into professional football, it means that they're actually earning less money. And you think if you've got a mortgage and stuff, and at, at our level, you probably have, you can't do it. There's a guy, uh, Michael Cheek, I think he's about 30 yeah, years old. Bromley. Is he Bromley, Bromley guy? Bromley scores 20 goals a year, but I think he's just at, happy at a level where he's scoring goals. He's getting paid probably quite decent. Probably does a job as a personal trainer or something, or football coach when he's not playing. And uh, I mean, do money. you think, Lee, with you know, the history of Wimbledon, like, you know, the Warren Bartons, the Aidan New, Aidan New House, crikey. But, you know, in general, Wimbledon had like a, like a really big drive when we were in old, in old terms of Wimbledon of picking up players from lower leagues and developing them up. Do you think from our sort of cultural DNA as fans or as a club that it's something that we should really be honing in or... A lot tougher nowadays. Pardon? It's a lot tougher nowadays to do that though, Dan. Because no, no, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just curious as to whether you think that we need to be doing it to, to buy buy cheap, sell high type stuff or, oh, or, or, or not. I don't know. 100% we need to do it. And we need to, at Wimbledon, back in the Wimbledon days, Wimbledon FC days, we used to have a good mixture of youth. Chris Perry, do you know what I mean? Neil Sullivan's, people like mm-hmm. that come for our youth team, uh, Colts, yours. But then we also then signed the players from Brentford uh, in, in League Two, League One for 200 grand. Duncan Jarps, people like that would then come yeah, in. Yeah. Ben, ben Thatcher, Kenny Cunningham. We would you then think, sign... you think we got Brentford, we got Blissett, Gale, Holdsworth, Roger We'd Joseph, have a mixture we had a few, of both. And, and Chris Perry once said, I think it was on Stockholm, and he said, like, all my mates are playing for Palace on these grass pitches, going, oh, look, why don't you come down here? He's playing for Wimbledon on concrete pitches. You know what I mean? They're going, why are you playing? You're going to get injured and stuff like that. He's going, well, no, I've got a pathway to get into the first team. So that's why I'm here. And I'll end up being a first team footballer. They all got released. Do you know what I mean? Played semi professional. He was one of the best centre backs I think Wimbledon ever had. I think it's hard nowadays because teams like Chelsea, teams like Fulham, Brentford now on our doorstep can stockpile hundreds of players. Do you know what I mean? So not a lot of them are going into non-league nowadays. Do you know what I mean? So it's harder, it's lower league level. They're not really going in. And the money nowadays in football, as I said before, you've got non-league footballers who are earning 1,500 quid a week playing non-league because they work, they do their personal training, they do their football coaching. They get paid 500 a game from, say, a Ryman Premier League team hashtag are playing probably quite good money. Why not go do that? You're on YouTube. Do you know what I mean? You could get endorsements. It, it's a mad world that we live in nowadays. That you could there's YouTube football teams. Dan, have you ever have you heard of a team called SE Dons? Yeah, Southeast Dons. Yeah, yes, with the rapper Dave in it. Yeah, and the uh, what's his name? Big oh, massive big guy G. who goes and go on football. Yeah, being on Instagram. Yeah, they captain, earn, yeah. they're earning fortunes playing Sunday League football and putting it on YouTube. There's a five-a-side team. My boy watches it called, uh, oh, what are they called? They're called Five Guys. They play five-a-side. They get 400, 500,000 views just playing them playing five-a-side, kicking off every week. SC Dons have got people that go watch them on a Sunday and they're earning good money. So, do you know what I mean? It's mad. Football's just a different game nowadays. That I do think with Craig Cope now going on, with Craig Cope in, I think he knows the market. He knows non-league a little bit better. And that's why we'll, we'll possibly sign them kind of like you think ball come from Rochdale he's come from a non-league team I'm I'm with you though I'm just I'm much more enthused and excited about a guy coming in from non-league than I am with a loan Yes. I'd much rather go, do you know what, like they said, getting McLean over Lewis with pre-season, I'm, I'm like, yeah, let's get the non... It's like the rag-to-riches story. 
kind of feels more in line with the DNA of us as a club. And obviously we need to earn money and that's great. And I feel like each year, again, I don't know the money, so I don't know how big a punt it is, but there must be enough of a punt to go, right, sod it, we'll have a look. And I wonder whether or not that will improve. And like I said, success rate is interesting because there's, you can argue that it's a 50-50. And if it is a 50-50 for a club in our position, realistically, if you get three and they fail and you get three that do well, you're up, you're up aren't you really? Because the three yeah. will wipe their feet and the bottom lot will go great. I'd like to know who our loans were when we signed them players like the Shea Alexanders and Nestors. Do you know what I mean? Because as I said last year, I think not last year, the year before when we had Presley, people like that, I thought most of the loans failed. Even... Well, Cosgrave was was Presley, wasn't he? Cosgrave yeah. came in and that was a Presley Even people way. like... Mabude. Uh, uh, NYC, Nathan Young-Coombs. I don't think he was a success because he's in, I think he would have been if he had stayed with us all season. And I'd love to have him back now, NYC. I think he'd play really well in this team. I think he'd score goals in this team. But I'm with you. I'd rather go and get a McLean than go get a Oblade. Do you know what I mean? Give him a year. Give him two. The problem we got is where we are based. You're asking someone to, like, McLean's now moved down. I don't know where he's living. But you're asking someone who was in recruitment and okay, probably on probably less money now being a full time footballer. But you're going to have to pay more for rent and bills and stuff because you. I, I just feel like for me, Lee, there is there's no substitute to adult football. We've seen already great youth players, Bendles, Hartigan now obviously on loan at Barnet. There's no substitute for playing men's football, and it sounds a bit. I don't want to cross the streams or upset people, but playing in a in an adult league, regardless of the standard, scoring goals in adult football as opposed to being a youth prodigy, I'm going to pick an adult football player who scored 15 goals in a, or 20 but, goals in a season than a youth yeah. kid who's run right and got 30. But that's the problem with football for me nowadays is that you've got, back in the day, you've got youth team players used to have to clean people's boots. So you talk mm. about one person that went out in non-league and went all through the leagues and done really well for himself, Vinny Jones, Stuart Pierce's. But they come from the hard thing that they had to clean the boots of players. Do you know what I mean? You had to clean their boots. And you'd get the piss taken out of you by senior pros and stuff like that. But it made you want their shirt. Do you know what I mean? Well, nowadays, you've got youth team players at Arsenal probably earning two and a half grand a week, five grand a week. Do you know what I mean? Why would they want to go and play adult football? Why would they want to go and play men's football? They're earning enough. Even if they stay at Arsenal for four years, if they're smart enough, they're going to have enough money when they go. They'll drop into non-league, do their PT and do their uh, 500 quid a week there and they'll still live comfortable life I think there's no reserve team football anymore it's all youth team football do you know I, mean? I think like, that's a real scary thing Lee like someone like Presley could have been earning quite a lot of money at Brentford right say seven or eight grand he ain't getting anywhere else so he's almost been set up to fail is that unless he plays first team football he's a what where is he now Stevenage he ain't getting yes. that money I've, I've got there's no say, way he's getting that money I've got to say I think one thing that Wimbledon did right Nigel Hicks Mark Robinson and now Michael Hamilton have got it right with regards to our youth team and how our youth team is set up and how they have to show respect. They have to clean, they clean the dressing rooms on away games. Do you know what I mean? And I think we kind of look at the old school way of doing stuff and, and bringing in new ways as well, like the park run. They do the park run every year. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's the Richmond park run, isn't it? It's getting bigger and better and, and faster every year. And I think that's one thing that I think Wimbledon still, as you said, our culture, our our bloodline, our heritage kind of thing is that kind of way. And I think we are as close to it as we possibly can be. But as I said, when you've got Chelsea stockpiling 100 youth team players, they're charging people to play for their their, their 
lower squad or not shadow squads they call them and they're charging parents who go oh my boy's at Chelsea you're not at Chelsea you're paying for the academy prospects the yeah. one in the one in a hundred that's who you're paying for your boy's just going to get dumped when he's 16 do you know what I mean you'll get a free tracks out of it and that's what I think is really sad about football but I'm with you I think we need to be looking at we need to be looking for the nesters and and, and yeah I think we do it really well at youth team level being the first team, we don't really get them non-league players in as we maybe should do. So, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, again, like I said, I was talking to um, obviously Lewis Taylor um, and a mate of mine who's he's working with him at Chipstead about he they've just taken over. And they were talking about identifying players and how it go, how it works. And some of the guys that they were talking about, they were like, seriously, some of these kids are some of these guys they are mustard. But it is also the other side of the equation when we're talking about Kwaku Frimpong. Dylan, Ajay Hersey and these guys are playing in Ryman Prem. And it's kind of that balance act was like, well, hold on a minute. They weren't good enough. Kwaku Pringpong and these guys. And Frimpong apparently played well against Kyle Shorten was great. But that's his level. But, so it's I, that yeah, kind could... of that real ba- balance. And again, there's not loads of guys who are in the league, drop out of the league, come back. Piggott obviously yeah. is an exception. And I, I don't want to sound disrespectful to the Frimpongs and the Hershey's because, you know what I mean, it does sound disrespectful like, oh, we're just binning them to one side. But they were part of a League One squad two years ago. Mm-hmm. And they've not... Had, they play minutes. Play minutes had, in the league. They've had a few injuries here and there, but they've they've just unfortunately not been good enough. They've now reached the level that they are, and I hope they really do crack on, show what they can do, and maybe reach a higher level. And in a higher level, and you never know, they might learn, they might grow, and hopefully... And it also is, is people's circumstances. People might not have the best home life. They might be a cracking footballer, but their mum and dad can't get them to a game. Their, their diet's all wrong. Do you know what I mean? And they just don't have that influence, and they drop out of football, and hopefully... We we do something really well at Wimbledon where we can pick players up. We pick them up from non like people like oh what's his name at oh, he's at uh Ebbsfleet now. Well he was no he's at Lewis. Polian? Ginger Geezer. Ginger Geezer. He, yeah, he was he come from he came from Sunday League into us and now Alfie Egan. Alfie Egan. He came he was a Sunday league footballer. He wasn't even <coughs> non league. He was Sunday League. We spotted him, put him in our youth team. He then went on. He's had a good non-league career. Do you know what I mean? He's probably earning a decent wedge out of it. So fair play to them players. But yeah, I do think we need to be scouting and hopefully Craig Hope, he knows what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? You can't have a bad word said about him at the moment. No, agreed. Fair play. But yeah, quite right, Dan, we'll move on. When we come back, we'll discuss some of our worst away days. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. We're back and we're going to be discussing some of the worst away days. Danny kind of uh, peed on my parade straight away with when the podcast started talking about Colchester being one of his worst ones. I think. All right, mate, keep your ear on. For me, Colchester is a good away day. Colchester, Do you think? Yeah, because oh, I, think it's rubbish. I, I like the stand. I like the way we're treated. I like the fact that uh, I think it, it's been annoying because it's been Tuesday both times. I'd like to see what it's like on a Saturday because Colchester have a few decent pubs. So I mean, how far, yeah, but how far you'll I mean, you'll know. I when we went last year, two miles, two miles from the ground to the city centre to the station. And where's the city centre where you can have a, a decent drink up? And it's another fifteen minutes from yeah, of the station. So you're looking at cabs only. But yeah, I get your point. And the problem is the walk from the pub we were in, Bricklayers, is all uphill. So they say it's forty minutes. So oh. yeah, and then you got. But to come really, back down. so a good away day should be. It should be. 
uh, the ground's relatively accessible. You've got some decent places to have a drink or bag of chips or food or whatever, and you're not in the middle of an absolute terrible place. Anywhere where there's a industrial estate, anywhere where there's like M- so M- Northampton is an example. I was going to say M- MK rubbish, and isn't it? And, and MK and MK not because they're a bunch of scumbags. It, no, it's I just think, a rubbish location. It's literally any, no, it's anywhere. You talk to any any fan, they'll say it, it's literally. Why would you want to be near a TGI Fridays when you go on an away day? Which is but you can see the cinema, can't you? When you're in the away yeah. stand, you can see it over the top. Northampton is an awful away day. Yeah, agreed. Uh, but Wonders. I also feel, but also you linking though a lot of these rubbish away days on new grounds. Yeah, because they're on the outskirts. They've been placed yeah. on the outskirts of the town because they can't be in the city. Rather than being. Rather than doing, like even like Luton is a terrible ground, but it's not a bad away day. It's not. It's not bad. It's quite quirky that you're in the middle of the middle of a nonsense, um, but it isn't particularly. I found it's not too bad. It's, but it's, some of them are only good away days if you get a result. So Luton, you'll remember, was a good away day. Kedwell scored that time when we won there, and obviously when Snedden scored and we drew him, and and uh, Ramsdale was unreal. That becomes a good away day because of the result. If we had lost 3-1 at Luton and you're walking around Luton at 11 o'clock at night, it's not the greatest away day, Danny. Yeah, but Colchester, we won, we played great, and I think it's a crap away day. The game itself was was great. I just think as an away day, it's rubbish. You've got shit travel. But it's also, in general, when you get there, though, it's a bit soulless. There's not exactly loads of... I know they've they literally just opened a Wendy's or whatever, but trying to get in there... The only way you can get there is a cab or, or parking. It's always, it, I just felt like as an away day, that and Gillingham as a whole, I just hate going to Gillingham. Like the thought of the shit stand, pardon my language, the fact of a, it's a rubbish for me. I mean, again, we're in, we're in Wallington, so it's not an absolute killer of a journey, but you just drive there. The place is horrible. It's minging. It's, I just think it's a terrible place. Do you know one of the worst away days as well? Go on. In League One. Oxford. Yes, again, Awful that's it, the same though. thing. That's Awful it. Way Terrible also, ground, I don't like only being, three sides. I don't like being put in a side stand. Yep, again, I, that was I, a I conversation be, we had. I want, be a, I want to be behind a goal. Do you know what I mean? If we are in a side stand, like Peterborough's a good away day. It is, because it's yeah, close yeah. to the station. There's, yeah, a good, yeah. there's a good uh, barge pub, but you're in a side stand, so you have to wait up. I want I want accessibilities. Yep. I want good bars. So I... My, I, I'm all, I'm always on pubs. So my mates put me on pubs because is nice. drinking at the ground essential for a good away day? No, because it's got to be good okay. pubs. So one of the best away days ever, Barnsley away, miles oh, I've not up, been there. I'd like to go miles away. But I found a pub called the Boulders Arms, or Moulders Arms. Sorry, the Moulders Arms. It had a jukebox, a pool table. It was like someone's front living room, one of them old pubs. That's what you want though, somewhere where all away fans can go in. We're not going to have home fans coming in and be upset because we're in their pub or it might kick off. So it's just a Wimbledon pub, a good beer garden has got to be on Okay, there. yeah, well, I'll give if you it's that. sunny, if it's like wherever we're having now at the moment, August, you want to be in a beer garden, like Ipswich, you want to be by the marina. Yeah, Ipswich the was pool, nice, yeah, the marina, yeah, I'll give you that, yeah. And you've got to have a jukebox in the pub because then you can put your music on and you're singing, you're dancing, you're getting up for it. You then go into the ground, you're buzzing by the time you get to the ground because you've, list, you've listened to Oasis five times and... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? But you're buzz, you're in there, you're singing there I know and what you mean, yeah. straight in. But yeah, some of them are horrendous because like the pubs are all full. Do you know what I mean? Never go to a Weatherspoons. Like Gary Milton always takes yeah. people to Weatherspoons. No, Deep, that's, that's terrible. People are trying, like old boys are trying to enjoy their curry and a pint for four quid at 
10 30 in the morning and you're just like this is ropey as well. I thought I'll tell you what I thought was a good one and the ground's a bit rubbish. I thought Accrington was a decent one. Not quite liked it. Have you not? Yeah, I thought Accrington but Again, was it, it depends on the game. Accrington That and one, yeah, I'll give final. you that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My problem with Accrington, and I'm going to put another one out there, Bristol Rovers is an awful away day. Oh, I've not done that one. Bristol yet, Rovers no. as a town is good, but again, the ground's miles away and it's an open terrace. And again, it depends on when you're playing these games as well, Dan. So you could go to Bristol in August, beautiful sunny day, you're in the open terrace, ain't that big a deal. But you go to in December and it's freezing, and it's raining and your team loses 3-0, it's at a bad away day. But I think for me, Oxford... I don't mind you, you know. I don't know. Giving no, them away ends awful. Rubbish. I hate it. Never, not just don't. I feel, I feel like I guess for me a lot. Again, I'm not. It's slightly skewed because I'm not. I'm not a particularly big drinker. So I'm, when I'm, I know almost always will drive my dad or whoever I'm with. I'll always drive. So it's a little bit skewed. Um, I just like for me. I like to be able to get to a ground and and be able to get in and out quickish in terms of on the road and go. Like, can I get in the remote away? Can we get moving? Whereas something like Northampton was just like yeah, soulless rubbish it's Do also you know, I like a little bit of like what's the word on? like a little bit of football culture like I don't want to just go in the middle of nowhere and just dropped in and be like this is kind of there's no identity there's no chat there's no regular it's just a rubbish one, middle of nowhere one game I was really looking forward to last season and it really disappointed me and it was one of my worst away games and I hated every minute of it once it started was Arsenal yeah. I was really looking forward to going to Arsenal again because, as you say, all the football culture, do you know what I mean? Highbury, I used to love Highbury going to Highbury. Went to the Emirates and I hated every minute of it. I thought it was poor. I thought their fans were really poor. We're a League Two team playing against a Premiership team. They're all filming themselves, trying to be all YouTube muggy and all that. And I just thought, do you know what I mean? Someone's throwing drink over Wimbledon fans from the upper tier because they've gone three new up. And I'm like, it's like us playing against them in a Roman Premier League team and proper trying to give it big... Billy Big Bollocks, you know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah, I didn't I didn't enjoy Arsenal once. Do you think uh, Chelsea would be a good away day? Yes. Yes, I yeah. do I think it will because obviously and are, you, are you gonna go? I'm hoping to go. I I can I was meant to be working, but unfortunately my taxi's oh, been yeah. in the garage, so I had to cancel the job in the end. Oh right, okay. I yeah, I've had a right nightmare this week, but it's actually worked out. My missus is like, Oh, that's funny. She reckons she's I'm over there in the night breaking my cab. Do you know what I mean? Go, oh look, I can't I, but I can go. Chelsea now, but uh, and I'm because you weren't you were supposed to have a job in the morning, weren't you? Uh, in the afternoon, in the evening. Yeah. Oh, in the evening, Wednesday. All oh, right. Yeah, okay. I haven't got it now, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping to go Chelsea. My mate who ain't go, he's on holiday. He's got a season ticket, so hopefully he'll be able to get me a ticket for it. I'm hoping we're getting six thousand four hundred for it because apparently we've got the whole shed end, and that's yeah, that's what they, I heard. Yeah, they usually give six thousand. That's one of my Chelsea mates. I, I I wanted to call him a mug, but I don't want complaints coming into me again. But yeah, he is a mug. To be fair, Craig Marchant, uh, he's uh, he said the, that they the normally, March dog. They all they normally give six thousand in the Carabao Cup. They the only problem we got with Chelsea this year is because they've got no uh, Champions League or European football, so they might take the Carabao Cup a bit seriously. So I'm not bothered about that in the slightest. We've got no chance of doing anything out there. But no, I'm not winning day. the game. I'm not talking about. That. I'm talking about more of their fans going to it. Oh right, well that's even that's fantastic. Because and the prices the... is not particularly twenty six quid, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's that's good for us. But I don't again. I don't think it's the same as football at the FA Cup. Is it around? Uh, do we know what what do we get? Fifty percentage wise? No. What for the League Cup? I think so. I'm hoping because David Barnard's a Wimbledon fan. He works for Chelsea. I'm hoping okay. he's going to go just give him hundred percent. We're Todd Bowley. You just spent eight hundred million. This is a fan owned club. Sell him the story. Do you know what I mean? Get John Green on the video. 
pro- uh, begging and hopefully they'll because I know they've done it before. I'm sure they gave yeah similar forty five percent each way. They gave their program sales to a club they were playing once, Chelsea. So you know what a bad away game. I think it'd be a really good one if we can get six thousand four hundred there. I think it'd be amazing as long as there's not too many tourists or too many day trippers. So I mean, how, what's, what's Chelsea's capacity? Forty five, fifty in it. You know what is a bad away day? Close to Chelsea, Fulham. That's expensive now. I hate Fulham. You know when we lost in the cup, Damien Francis played uh, yeah, right the yeah, one of my worst games going. Oh, I hate it. We shared with the blooming the neutral end, and I was pissing next to a load of Fulham fans who were giving me a load of mouth. They're lucky. They're lucky I got held back. Seriously, I'm just trying to I'm just arrogantly looking out. If we get thirty eight thousand at twenty five quid ahead. How much we could earn? Okay. Oh, the other day it could be about three hundred grand once you take all costs and stuff out of it. And this is what oh, I'm saying. Yeah, we're using the money. But yeah, Fulham. I didn't enjoy Fulham. QPR is a great away day. Yes. Home. Yeah. Enjoy QPR. I yeah. thought that was good. Um, a lot of them. I, I, I mean, I quite like Rotherham. I went up there. That was quite decent. That was a new ground. But you can see. Have you see... been to every Rotherham ground? I've been. I haven't been to Millmore. I went to Millmore. Three okay. one up, and we looked through thrill. I yeah. went to the Don Valley. Went to Don Valley. Wow, that was athletics. Rough. Oh, what a rough area that is. Do you know what I mean? Well, uh, didn't that was just have end? I've I've never been to New New York. Oh, you not been to the new one? No, gutted. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, 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 Do you know I one that I it. thought was going to be really shit, and it actually turned out to be one of the best away days I've had. Go on, Carlisle. Oh, really? I thought Carlisle was going to be an absolute. My mate fight. was, but Nick, who's listening, you'll be listening. He was like, Carlisle is a great away day. He said I it's a really it good be one. an absolute dump. He said it's mid- like Benidorm oh, at like midday. It's unbelievable. Brilliant there. Unbelievable. It's like Newcastle. You go Newcastle yeah, on a Friday. Okay, yeah. No one works on in Newcastle on a Friday. They're all out on a piss. I went to a, we went to a, a pub. I think it was a Weatherspoons when we first arrived. So didn't know where to go. Straight away. The place was rammed. It was like 11 o'clock in the morning. So what the, where are you? It's a great know? place. None to of go you at work. Like You've not been. Just make an excuse. Yeah. Gateshead is an awful away day. Wasn't bothered about Borough overly. Didn't oh, overly enjoy that. I and mean, mind you, we, Darling I went a great away day. I remember going up there, going on a coach with me, my mate Dan Lewis, and some other lad, Street Boy, and we went all the way up there street for boy. a nil. Yeah, Street Boy uh, with a nil-nil in the cup. We took, we won the replay. Um, went all the way up, got got up there, and I couldn't afford. I, it was a kid at the time. I wanted a concession, and I didn't have enough money to pay to get in. That's how tight it was. I was like, oh my God, I can't afford to get in. But went in, nil-nil, rubbish. True was good. Quite enjoyed it. There. One, Choose, match, one massive stand. That was Saturday, nil-nil, wasn't it? No, no, midweek we I went to. I went on Saturday, nil-nil. One of my mates, Paul McMillan, he got on the pitch at half-time. They did Easter egg competition. He won. He beat the Middlesbrough fan in a quiz and won a load of Easter eggs. Go on, the lads. And it was the first time I met, oh, I forget his name now. Passed away, unfortunately. They used to call everyone, you can't. Oh, oh what is Oh, right, big so big for... question though. Have you ever taken part in an away day competition? Like, do you know on, on the pitch when they go right? We want a Wimbledon fan. No, I remember the Jester doing one. I think he did one at Peterborough. If like, you do he, one, he had to, you he had to kick you... a ball into a skip. You do, <laughs> if you do one of them, you should be banned from football. Oh no, don't be like that. If you take a sign saying, "Can I have your shirt?" That's annoying. Yeah, you should. Your kid should be banned, and then whoever your with the kid, mum or dad, and if it's both, all family should be banned from that. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Mrs. Baker's not listening. She's here, but I'm hoping she's. I'm going to keep it quiet. I'm hoping to go to a couple of new grounds this year. Me too. Um, so looking at Salford, and yep. I said to you before, I think we should definitely try and do a ground together, and we'll do like a on the day pod. 
could be a bit oh, messy, yeah. but I'm I'm my missus' birthday is the Thursday uh, of Harrogate, so I'm trying to get her to go up on a Tuesday night. So we travel up Tuesday. How Harrogate. do you make Harrogate even remotely romantic or, it's or Yorkshire how... Dales, isn't it? Yorkshire oh, no, and not hopefully said, not going to go look. Have a tri- have a trip to Emmerdale, right? She loves. She lo- I was just about to say she loves Emmerdale. No loves one it. loves Emmerdale. That's it's a complete the best lie. Soap. It's the best soap out of all of them. There are no soaps, mate. They're all the shambles. Emmerdale's the best one. Emmerdale's Emmerdale. What is going on? Love it. Love it, Emmerdale. Anyway, so she loves a bit of Emmerdale. Take her to the Emmerdale thing and then go, oh, well, blimey now, Wimbledon are playing up here at the moment. And then go Harrogate because I've never been. There so is not a go. chance. If you can manage to convince your wife to go up to Yorkshire to go somewhere which is sort of near I, but not I really near Emmerdale and she buys it, and then you go to the game. You are an absolute messiah. I bet you and my pie I can get it done. Do you know? I'll have a bit of that. When is, when not... is, when is the Harrogate game? It's the f- her birthday's on the f- October the 5th, so it'll be the 1st. You don't even, and you don't even know her birthday. You don't even know her birthday. 3rd of October, her birthday's on the 5th. Thank you. Why, why is the game on a Thursday? It's on a Tuesday. Her birthday's on the Thursday. So you reckon you're going to be going to drive up on a Tuesday, which just in, just apparently coincides with a Wimbledon game, yep. convince her to come up, and then go, oh, by the way, we'll stay up in Harrogate, which is somewhere near Emmerdale. You're, abs- you're out of your mind. Wednesday, we're going Emmerdale. Thursday, your <laughs> birthday. We'll, we'll get you a... We'll if this nice happens, I will pay for you. I will pay kids. for you and Mrs. Finch to go on a tour of the, whatever it is, the set, if you can get this... Well, I only happen. have to tell her that now. She'll go, oh, yes, do it. Then no, 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 just do it. Just do it. Book it all up and go, oh, it's great. And then I will Danny, I will put my hand in my pocket and pay for you to go around Emmerdale. You're forgetting, I'm not just pretty blue eyes here, mate. I'm not just a pretty face. Hey, you've got, to have got... something You've got something with your hair. You've got to have more <laughs> to it than that. I've got the charm. I've got the humour. She will be having the best got... couple of nights of her life in Harrogate. <laughs> and I'll be at the Wimbledon game, I'm telling you. Nobody's ever said that. <laughs> in the, I've had the best time ever in Harrogate. Nobody has ever seen that. She'll love it. Right. We'll move on. When we come back, we'll preview Romance in Harrogate. Thameslink Derby against Sutton on Saturday. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. We're back for the final part of tonight's episode or today's episode, depending on when and where you listen. So we're going to be discussing the uh, massive Thameslink Derby. Uh, on Saturday against Sutton. What are your thoughts, Baker? I think Sutton are my dark horses this year. I think they're going to be that. quite... You did say that, and I'm I'm, I'm fortunately going to agree with you, which is annoying. I think they've got a decent setup there. I, I, I literally live... It'll be. I could walk there within 45 minutes. It's quicker for me to get to Sutton United's game than Wimbledon, but it's one of the few games I'm missing this year. I'm just... I don't know what it is about Sutton, but I just... I'm not feeling it. But I feel like... I think it's going to be a really good mental task on the fact of last year, for me, they were two very, very, very sort of key moments of the season. Losing to Sutton at home was like the the springboard to really play some do good football. And almost we played brilliant football between Sutton and Sutton. And then we lost to Sutton and after that we were rubbish. So I'm hoping that Sutton United, we we sort of really, really use it as an opportunity to put that kind of to bed. And I, I am expecting a result. Well, uh, there will be a result unless it gets postponed. Okay, uh, I'm expecting a positive result. Oh, right. Yeah, so you, I'm, I expect a result either way, because unless it gets... Yeah, of course you do, yeah, because you know, you're still stuck into Emmerdale. Uh, my, 
there's two things I think about as well. Is Bugle? I don't think they're overly keen that he left to go to us. Did, so, did, was he was he offered a gig? He must have been offered a deal. I'm you not think? Sure, I'm not 100 percent sure. All I've seen yeah. is some people call him Judas online. Maybe well, it right. might be just two or three. You know what I mean? When your social media Judas. breaks up to about 100 people, said it. But yeah, I, and I think that's going to be quite interesting. Him and Newfield going back as well. Uh, I know he was on loan, but yeah, I think we're a better team this year. One good thing for us as well is they're missing Smith. He got sent off the other day. Yeah, he looks like a proper shit ass as well because first game of the season he waved off. Coalkeeper got sent off. That's it. And he got sent off the other day, and then people were waving him off, which was quite funny. Uh, so that's quite good for us because I think he's he's mustered. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm expecting a positive result. I've got tickets to go, but I'm not hundred percent sure I can go. Uh, oh. my my missus unfortunately she's got something personal on, and uh, that came in last minute, so. I'm going to try my best to get down, but if I can't, I can't. But yeah, me and the boy got tickets for it, so hopefully I will be at Sutton. Uh, but if not, I'll. What, what are you thinking? You're lining up. You line. You're lining up the same way as Tuesday or Saturday. Tuesday. 100%. Okay, so you're you're lining up with Lee Brown playing. Um, no Pierce. Exactly the same. Yeah, no Pierce. I think Johnson and uh, Lewis look unbelievable together. I don't think yep. you can break that up. Uh, I thought Brown was good. I think it's not going to be the best game of football, as in get the ball down and play. I think they might try and play a little bit longer. Or yeah, I think they're going to play a little bit longer, yeah. We can play a little bit longer. So I think that's perfect for Brown. Uh, Oggs, yeah, starts right back. And I, yeah, I just, I'll just I'll go with the same, pretty much the same team, the same bench, and just tell them to keep going on. And it depends on if we picked up any knocks or anything against uh, Colchester. But yeah, I'd start exactly the same way as we did then. It's hard to it's hard to sort of disagree with that. I think I think I think it could be. Again, I'm always a bit wary of Brown, a left back. Always have been, and I'm not I'm not a particular fan of him at all. But I feel like what? after Tuesday, I feel like I don't. Pierce is decent, but I don't. If they haven't got Smith playing, I think I I would I would probably go with Tuesday. I think I'd have to just give give Brown the the heads up. But I don't know how long Curry's out. Their winger does he Patrick is he left or right? I thought he was a centre forward, Patrick. No, Omari he's a, Patrick, he's a winger, isn't he? Came from yeah, I thought he was a winger. Okay. So it depends. If he's right wing and he he's going up against Brown, then yeah, unfortunately the pace there, Brown gets done pretty much every day of the week. So yeah, the good thing is we've got, as I said before, at the beginning of the show, we've got strength in depth, so we've got players who can come in. I do think I still think we need another fullback and we need another striker. Yeah, desperately. Massively. Billa, unfortunately, isn't I don't know when he's going to be back. Curry, we've got no news on at the moment. Hopefully it won't be too much longer. Uh, I, I think Curry's off, if I'm being honest, because there's no news on him, which I find very weird. I know Danny Macklin said he was injured, but there's been no update since. I've not seen one. I could That could be me not seeing it. I'm not being funny, but if Curry gets sold, there'll be hell on. On the fact of, you know, definitely injured, blah, 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 on the stuff. And then if they sell him, that'll be... Chaos. I just think it's gone, it's gone too quiet for my liking. But again, that might just be me not seeing the information that has been put out there. But I've not seen any information of how long he's out for, what injury he's got. Do you know? Or have you not? No, not I haven't got... Enough. I genuinely haven't got a clue. That's I know what I mean, that Billa, so Billa was a hamstring, worry. wasn't it? Billa yeah, was a hamstring. it was a new injury But he's had well. that, yeah. No, it was a um, new injury, Billa was, which is frustrating for him. Well, obviously... He's so good, yeah. But... I mean, obviously, the, I'll be I'll be updating the, the sort of the predictions league thing. Oh, um, I'm going to be putting down two one Wimbledon. I think I think I'm, I think we're going to be. I think we're we're going to we're going to carry on, and I think Sutton will be decent. But I just feel like at the moment the way that we're playing, 
we could be quite punchy. So I'm, I think I'm going to go 2-1. What are you going with? 1-0 Wimbledon. Yeah, good. And Bass has been pretty decent as well. I feel like he's Looks been solid. quite... Yeah, yeah. We, look good at, we look defensively good. I think we'll nick a goal. I think, yeah, I think I think it'd That'll be quite be, I mean, cagey first 20, 30 minutes. It depends on how Bugle and Newfield play. Will they play well going back or will they be a bit, do you know what I mean? You never know when you go back to a team that you've done well at. You just feel as well time. with this bit, the first sort of six to eight games are who you'd probably associate with being some of the lesser teams. Hmm. I feel like we kind of got to really make a bit of way here before we start getting up. Especially after the last three games we've done. We've, we've, we've made our blueprint now. Yeah. So that's what it's got to be. And we've got to make a statement against Sutton. I hope if Bugle <clears throat> or Newfield score, they celebrate. And I hope it's right in front of the Sutton fans. Of course you do. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, it's nice to be positive. It's nice to feel like we're going to go... We, I, 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 my dad said it beautifully. It was like, I, we just feel like we play well on our day. We'll, we'll be a match for anybody. And I feel like at the moment... Tilly in particular looks a very, very special talent. I was quite, oh God, it's Tilly. But <clears throat> he's been, he was, again, terrific on. Really quick, very deceptive, quite aggressive. But yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be um, a solid performance. And I'm, I'm, I reckon 2-1 would be would be about right, I reckon. I'm going yeah, to stick got, my head on the lock. You've also got to send me the updated prediction so I can get that sent out so people can make their predictions. Or does it, or you just log on to the last one you sent? No, no, no. Or I'll, I'll just send a new one to you now, and then people will log on to it. And what I'll do is in the next week, I'm going to try and find a, a program which is a bit easier to use because it's sort of a bit fill out the form and I have to go through everything and create a league. So I'll, I'll find a list, make it not easy for everyone so people can almost see how they're doing from a day to day. But we'll get, um, yeah, yeah. Get that, I'll get that sent out to Marcel who made their predictions before Saturday. Well, I mean, if anyone, you know, I, I got Wrexham bang on right. I predicted 3 0 against Julian, against uh, Colchester, missed out. Newfield at the bar. So at the moment, I'm probably probably the best person in the whole club at this, to be honest. Not even the best I'm surprised person. you didn't say 2 1 and You're try and copy the, me. Not even the best person on this podcast, mate. So. Well, I, I went, I've even been messaging Matt in the club shop and, you know, going to get my shirt tailor fitted. Lyle tailor fitted, he said. So, uh, yeah. Go up a size, they say. Go up a size. Hey, so you, hey, you'll need I'm double. Going down, so I'm going down a D- size. Double X, yeah. Well, What's your, only, so only around the bottom. You're 2 1 on 1 0. So, right, brilliant stuff. Anything right, else? well, that was easy, wasn't it? Yeah, anything else you want to go through before we no, uh, I'm, I'm, block off I'm, for the night? I'm still a bit bewildered about the whole Emmerdale chat, really. So um, I think we've, I think we've pitched, pitched it beautifully. And thanks, oh. everyone, for listening. And thanks for the feedback. We obviously got a few interesting characters sending over some a variety of different bits of feedback. And like I said, I think it's important if there is stuff that you want to do or hear or you've got any ideas or things you want to talk about, then let us know. And if you feel that we're rubbish and we talk too long at the beginning, then let us know. We'll um, we'll <laughs> listen to we'll most talk of longer. it and ignore a bit. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk longer. Next week, we'll talk about all the soaps and how far they are from their nearest football ground. I'm off to go on booking.com and to uh, book a nice B&B for me and the missus in Harrogate in October. But thanks to our sponsors, Season Master, for sponsoring the podcast this season. Uh, I'll be back with the Sunday debrief, which will be on Sunday. Uh, Danny, uh, Funny Danny, that, Danny, isn't it? Dave Baker's back next week on the podcast. We will have a guest. Uh, but yeah, thanks very much for listening. Uh, come on, you dons. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.